Welcome back to another episode of the uh, Leadership Download. My name is Travis Van Dusen, back here with my friend Cameron Singh. And today we jump into another, uh, I think, great topic, uh, really around the, centered around the topic of leadership. But today we're calling it, it It's All About You. It's all about you. We're really kind of leaning in on some uh, self-leadership conversation today. Cameron, how you doing? Good, Travis. Um, thank you for listening in. Um, yeah, today we're going to be talking about uh, it's all about you, and really this basis, this content is based off a uh, book by Chad Beach. He wrote this book here called uh, "Help." I work with people uh, getting good at influence, leadership, and people skills. And so his first section is talking about it's all about you. As leadership, it starts with you and us as leaders. Um, you know, who we are as a person will determine how far we go and how much you accomplish as a leader. Um, and to do that, we definitely need to focus uh, on ourselves first before our teams and, um, you know, our, our uh, leadership. Um, you know, your influence begins and ends with who you are and with how you lead. Yeah, absolutely. I know, I know for me, this was something I kind of missed when I initially started um, my leadership journey. Um, I thought it was really all about the other person. I thought it was all about how do I, you know, how do I convince this person to, to follow, follow me and follow directions? And how do I, you know, how do I get my team to do their job? And, and I ultimately came to a realization fairly quickly that, um, a lot of what we do as leaders is set by example. And if we, if we are not leading ourselves well, if we're not, um, you know, leading the charge. If we're not the one uh, out there setting high, high quality character and being honest and showing high integrity, it's going to be extremely hard for us to ask our our teammates to do the same thing. So um, it really is all about us when it starts. It's all about us getting ourselves right. It's all about making us making the right decisions for ourselves, and then then that kind of transfers over to our teammates, but oftentimes I think we focus first on the teammates. And then when things don't work out, we, we, we tend to blame them instead of focusing in on the true problem is it's, it's about us. Yeah. And the, and the most important investment that you can make is in yourself. Um, some of the things is invest in your community, be involved, um, take that time off. It's so critical as, as leaders, you know, we go from sometimes seven days a week, you know, grinding, whether it's on the computer or in in the field, in the operation. And it's important to carve out some some time off, take some time for yourself, your family, your significant others um, to unwind and, and disconnect. I know for some it's difficult to do, but uh, I know I was one, I still am, um, that was doing work seven days a week, whether or not you were in the office. And um, it takes a toll on you. And it eventually leads to um, some sort of burnout. And if you don't take those times, you know, your Saturday and Sundays to really unwind, disconnect, focus on your hobbies, what you enjoy, uh, whether it's reading a book or going to the outdoors or playing golf or what that might be, it, it uh, definitely makes a difference. Um, another thing is investing in your, in your professional development. I think that's very important in continuing to develop yourself. I know uh, Travis and I are huge champions of that. We read a lot. Um, we have that hunger for 
um, learning more about leadership and learning more about faith, uh, how we can get closer to to our faith and also get better as leaders. I think that's that's very uh, um, critical. Absolutely. You know, just to go back and touch on the time off uh, topic for a second, you know, I think this is something that uh, as, as leaders, we, we, we tend to uh, not focus on enough. And, and a lot of us, we tend to wear it with a badge of honor that, oh, you know, I've only, you know, I've only taken one vacation in the last five years, you know, and, or, you know, I work 70, 75 hours a week. And uh, we all know that's not normally true. But, you know, you hear people always say, oh, I work 75 hours a week. And, for many people, you know, they want people to look at them and say, man, that's so awesome. You're working so hard. But and, and I was one of those people at one point. And I was like, man, that's just fantastic that you're putting in the work. You're doing that. But uh, as I get older and as I uh, as I've kind of made more progress in my career, uh, I've realized that n not slowing down and uh, allowing time for that decompression to happen, to, to be able to unplug is is really what. Um, not only just does eventually causes burnout, but it it also causes us not to be able to have a healthy perspective of what's going on around us because we never are able to unplug enough to actually see the kind of the, the, the full situations around us. So um, I find being able to plug just for a weekend and, and not have a lot of engagement brings me back to work on Monday with fresh ideas, a fresh perspective on how to do things. And I think that's so important, but I mean, all these things you mentioned here, Cameron, are they really are essential for our growth. And if we're not doing those things, it's going to be extremely hard for us to pass these things on to someone else. Yeah, that's so right. Um, Travis, if we're, if we're not investing in, our, in ourselves, we're, we're not going to be great leaders and we're not going to um, develop a, a better team, you know, an investment in yourself as a leader is, is truly investing in your team and your future together. I like this quote that um, what's that quote that Craig Rochelle says? Um, when well, the when leader, the leader when the leader gets better, the team gets better. I mean, that's yeah. kind of yeah. And and it's 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 true. If if you're not developing in yourself, how are you going to pour into your team? If you're not taking care of yourself, how are you going to um, you, you know be there for your team? Um, and to do that, um, we'll have to look into finding our strengths. Um, and in order to use our uh, leadership gifts, we have to identify them. Uh, you know, things like what comes naturally to me? Um, you know, what do other people observe in me? Uh, this is something that I always ask um, my uh, superiors, uh, my colleagues, our, my team is, how are things going? Is I always look for feedback or did this meeting go well? Um, you know, did this uh, project go well? What could have we have done better? Um, and what have you learned by trial and error? It's, you know, we all make mistakes throughout our leadership journeys and um, we learn what we're good at and what we're not good at. Um, and what do we enjoy the most? Um, there's certain aspects of your job in leadership that you enjoy and there's some things that you don't enjoy. And it's so critical to identify all these different things um, because if you don't know your strengths, um, you know, how are you going to develop and build on that? Yeah, I think, I think it's important for us to always realize and, is that we're no, no one person is going to be good at everything. No one person is going to enjoy every single 
thing, you know, they, they, they do. Um, not everyone's going to have, you know, the, the talent level to do those things. You know, when I was in high school, I loved to play football. I mean, it was something I absolutely loved to do, enjoyed it. Uh, some of, some of the greatest memories of my, my teenage years were playing uh, high school football, but the reality was that was as good as it was going to get for me. I mean, I was never going to, I was, I was never destined to necessarily see a pro football field because while I enjoyed playing, I was not the best player uh, for football. And, and when we look at our lives, um, oftentimes we we focus so much on those weak points in our lives, the things that we don't do well, and we spend all of our time uh, trying to get better at things that were already were that were really not that great in, to begin with. So I love what John Maxwell he talks you know at length about this um, all the time. And say, you know, don't lean on your weaknesses so much. Focus on the things that you were already naturally gifted in, the things that you're naturally strong in, because those are the things that are going to give us that multiplying effect. Those are the things that are going to help us move um, up the, up, you know, to that next promotion, to have the more influence in the situation. Because if we're naturally gifted or naturally have a leaning towards a specific skill or a specific, uh, you know, a specific strength then we will be able to accelerate our growth in that area much, much faster. Um, and if you study anybody in history, right, that has any type of success, you know, track, you know, success record, they leaned into the things they've done extremely well. And they, they passed on the things that they didn't do well. Um, and I think that's what we actually had to focus on here is we have to know our strengths. We have to be very aware of where, where, you know, what, what things we thrive in, but just as much, we also need to know the things that we kind of, we have major weaknesses in. We kind of fall apart when we, when we have to do them and make sure we can pass them on to someone else. I think the best leaders are leaders that are aware of where they're strong, but they're also equally aware of when they're in a, when they're in an area that is not uh, their strength zone. And they know when to, they know when to pass it on to a, a colleague or a team member um, to pick up the to pick up the ball and run with it. Yeah, and and that's what truly makes up a team. Uh, Chad talks about this later in the book. Is um, is you're right. We continue to uh, develop our strengths, and once we identify it, we know what they are, and continue to thrive in in those areas that we are strong in. But then use your team to help you in areas that you may be weak in. There may be someone that's a little bit more technical or a little bit more detailed, and you probably are not as, as a detailed of an individual, then that's what helps um, build a team and make you uh, have a strong team. Um, I can say, if I can add one more thing into that real quick, Cameron, mm -hmm. um, you know, this, this even translates over into like our personal lives with or even like our marriages and our, in our friendships and relationships is um, oftentimes I will, want to see something in my wife, right? Or I, I, I want to see her uh, progress in an area of her life that is a strength of mine, but it's not a strength for her. And, you know, if, if I'm not paying attention to that and realizing, okay, this is, there's, there's, there's nothing wrong with the situation. This is just not an area where she excels. Um, where, where there's going to be an area maybe where she excels extremely well, and, and I'm just, you know, completely horrible. 
And we have to understand that's kind of how the relation, that's how the world works. That's how relationships work. So, um, you know, if you have team members or a spouse or even children that don't thrive in the same areas that you do, you have, don't, don't, you know, don't lean on them for that. Find, help them find their own strengths, help them find that their own areas where they can excel because we're all different. And that's what makes, you know, selecting our team so important is that we're picking that those dynamics that will help us to, you know, build teams that will help us lean on each other. Yeah, that's so true. And um, another term we're going to talk about is uh, self-efficacy. And this is such a, a, a critical term to understand. So I'm going to get the definition here. It's uh, self-efficacy is simply a humble and settled belief in what's true about your strengths and gifts. It's a belief that even though you aren't perfect in a particular area, you're skilled and capable enough to accomplish the tasks you face. There's a lot of things out there that um, we're, we're not going to be great in. We're not going to um, be perfect in a particular area. And it's so important for us as leaders to believe that we can do things. We can go through the difficult uh, seasons or can go through the difficult uh, shifts or difficult days. We can do, um, having that can-do attitude. And that's so important in, in leadership because if we don't believe that we are able to do it, uh, most likely we're not going to do it. Um, you know, we, we have to be able to talk to ourselves in a positive manner because that's what influences our success and our influence and, and our leadership. Um, and it's, it's so important to see yourself as, um, you know, being able to accomplish anything, anything you can um and being humble yeah I've, i mean i've always loved that that the idea you know wars wars have been fought you know on almost every continent in this world at this point but the biggest war you'll ever fight is be, is between your two ears um you know the biggest battle we will ever fight in our lives personally is the the, the battle of our mind right it, and so many times, you know, I have set out to to do a task or set out to reach a goal or set out to, you know, uh, try to accomplish something. And I was defeated before I even got started because I had already convinced myself before I even got out of the starting gate that I was going to fail. Before the before the situation even started, before before I even had an opportunity to to do anything, I had already convinced myself mentally that I was going to fail. And I just, I, you set yourself up for failure right out of the gate. And that just doesn't help, help us. So the type of self-talk we have is super critical here. Good point, Cameron. You're all right. You got the time. Yeah. All right. We just wrap it up, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. You want to wrap it up? I yeah. Guess we'll wrap it up. Um. Yeah, Travis, that was great. 
I'm gonna wear them. All right, go for it. Yeah, Travis, that was great. I mean, uh, it's so important to uh, look after ourselves before we do our teams. Um, and I know it sounds so selfish, but it really makes a difference. Um, I know through personal experience, um, focusing on yourself first before before your team is it's going to eventually help your team. Um, I want to reemphasize Craig's uh, Craig Rochelle his quote, you know, when the leader gets better, everyone gets better. And it's so true. Um, simple things like investing in your own professional development, you know, taking that time off, whatever time off means. If, if you're a seven day worker, I mean, taking a couple of hours in a day to um, just connect and focus on something else uh, aside from work, um, it is it, going to make a difference. You know, that, the, that term self-efficacy, it's so important to um to learn how to talk to yourself positively rather than um you know thinking of yourself yeah i'm not going to be able to do this i'm not going to be able to do this um it, it it's it's so important and um i want to encourage you guys to to read this book um it's called help i work with people um it truly opened my eyes uh to what leadership is truly all about it kind of realigned it for me and um, how to work with people, but first by looking after yourself. Um, so yeah, any final comments? Yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, I think at the end of the day, when we when we talk about the subject of leadership, we often are talking about our position with someone else. How are we influencing someone else? How are we levering, leveraging our relationships with someone else? How are we leading our teams? Um, and I think it's really good for us to, to pause quite often and realize that the hardest person we will ever lead is the person that you look at in the mirror every morning when you wake up. And when we learn to lead that person better, when we learn to lead ourselves better, ultimately we become a better leader. If we can learn to lead ourselves well, we can lead just about anybody. Um, but if we can't learn to lead ourselves well, we will have a hard time leading anybody um and it doesn't matter how great your skill is it doesn't great matter how how you know how you know um you know how much how much you desire to do better if you can't lead yourself well it, none of it none of this really matters so it all starts with self-leadership so i think i think this is a good place to reflect on um and uh in the podcast all right <laughs> Well, thank you for tuning in. Uh, catch us on the next episode of the Leadership Download. Take Peace. Care.